Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to week 10 of 2022. Pam's going to let us know all about the week starting Monday, March the 7th, and then I'll be back with our meditation. What's in store, Pam? All right, March 7th. March 7th begins with juice from the prior week's new moon in the sign of Pisces. And when I say it begins with juice, what I mean is that Monday into Tuesday morning, early morning, is the time when you want to really focus and push um, whatever it is your intention or um, or produce is for this week. It's a very powerful position for the moon and Taurus to be because it's basically drawing up a lot of unconscious directed energy. The thing about Monday specifically, especially for some of us as we get into afternoon, early evening, and when I say some of us, I'm speaking directly to people who have fixed sign energy, Taurus, uh, Leo, Aquarius, and um, Taurus, Leo, Aquarius, Pamela. Uh, Oh, how could I forget Scorpio? Sorry, Scorpio. Anyway, um, the reason why is because as that moon travels through the sign of Taurus, it will be in hard aspect to the planet uh, Saturn. And also at this point in time, Mercury is traveling in the sign of Aquarius. And as an air sign myself, I am finding this a kind of difficult transit because even though it's it's quick, because Mercury travels quickly, but because it's engaged with uh, uh, moving, engaged with Saturn, and then the moon will be square to it, um, we may experience mixed signals, communication that isn't quite delivered the way we intended, um, matters of the heart that come out not quite as we had meant. And these are volatile times, not only for the world, but for certain individuals who feel this not only in the global sense, but also in the personal sense. And we can see that based on where the transits are traveling through their horoscope. So if you're feeling a little pushed against the wall or having to stand up for something on this day, on Monday, draw up that power of the universal unconscious. 
And so it's a really, really powerful day to get a window to meditate, to focus on the things that are really important to manifest and intend at this point in time, not just on your personal life, but also for the greater world. Taurus is very connected to Gaia, the earth plane, to nature, to bounty, uh, lack of bounty may be emphasized. Some of us may be focused on that this particular day. Uh, always keep in mind that if you're feeling a sense of lack or limitation or there isn't enough, that uh, really the thing that isn't enough is that we are in a narrow space and getting tunneled visioned because we live in a bountiful universe. And in spite of how a lot of people may be reacting and people in power are acting as though there are limitations and they want what they want. Uh, the more that we can focus on believing in the bounty and seeing the bounty, the greater the bounty becomes for all of us. And that's part of the universal unconscious. It's that sense that we have infinite ability to generate and regenerate. And we must not allow ourselves, although it's human nature, um, but when we feel ourselves getting locked into limitations against the wall, uh, fear, most importantly, uh, the limitations of fear, then it is incredibly valuable to put intention and focus on manifesting a sense of abundance and possibility. And we can do that on Monday into Tuesday morning. But yes, you know, there may be absolute messages that are coming in uh, before the late afternoon on Monday that are telling us, no, you can't, there's limits, uh, we have to be afraid. And uh, basically, in the same way in anyone who's ever been working through a nightmare or a dream where you're being chased or you're falling underwater or something is happening that just feels abysmal. When you work through the dream and become your own hero in the dream, you can change the dream. And so, although in this case, we're talking about a nightmare, so, um, <clears throat> so we, if we experience or are feeling as though there are limitation blocks, fears, work through the nightmare, have faith in yourself within the nightmare, and remind yourself that this too will pass, this is not permanent, and you are the person who is full of love and connected to the earth. So on Tuesday, uh, so we passed that kind of hurdle point uh, by five o'clock in the um, 
in the late afternoon Eastern time on March 7th. And then we go into a very nice evening, although, as I said, uh, watch your communications into early morning on Tuesday. Same thing. Watch your communications. And uh, very juicy energy occurs as of about 9.05 a.m. until around 9.30 a.m. on Tuesday. And that's when you want to shoot out whatever email, note, text, uh, manifestation, intention, mantra, whatever it is you're putting out in the world that says, I believe in um, excellent opportunities and success. The moon goes void, of course, at 9.35 a.m. on Tuesday and doesn't enter Gemini until 1.40 p.m. So in those several hours when the moon is void, of course, it's good to work on something already in motion, clear off your desk, don't Don't engage in anything that's starting a new project. Ideally, you did that um, before the moon went void or on Monday. And now you are getting into what happens once the moon enters Gemini. So at 1.40 p.m. when it enters Gemini, we have a very buzzy day. And it's great to just keep moving through whatever you're making happening, connecting, et cetera, et cetera. Just keep in mind that anything that might be initiated at this point in time and on Wednesday may be hitting some points that have to do with confusion or you don't have all the information you need. So I would recommend that you... Um, you continue the negotiation conversation, get things in writing, because this point in time is we can glean a lot, but there are some things that are not yet available to us. And so that can lead to a sense of um, not having everything you need to make a decision and sometimes getting into situations that weren't exactly what you thought they were going to be. So it's a productive day, but keep in mind that little piece, depending on what it is you're doing or want to do. And this follows into Wednesday as well, uh, Gemini moon, uh, communication, conversation, Uh, A lot happening at once, which air and fire signs usually love and thrive on. And water and earth signs say, oh, turn off the noise. Um, But it again, it depends on your personal horoscope. But overall, it's a it's playful energy and it can be very exciting. Just keep in mind, especially I think this is one of the most important thing um, over this period of time into uh, Thursday morning is keep in mind that not all the information you have is verifiable. And so it's, it's incredibly valuable to weigh the information you get 
and do not fall into the canyon of gossip because gossip can be uh, useful. I mean, it, it certainly is informative to get information, uh, but you want to check and verify everything because it's not always delivered with the intention that you may uh, be receiving it with. The other thing on Wednesday I should just mention is that especially towards the evening, we may be presented with a lot of options, ideas, things to do, and it can be kind of scattershot if we're not absolutely sure what we were doing and why we were doing it. And um, this is one of those evenings where if you're not a late night person, I, I recommend certainly get offline and just wind down so that you can get a good night's sleep. Uh, the morning of Thursday is a buzzy, busy morning, um, and this could be the real um, time when the chickens come to roost, as they say, when we we see whatever the confusion or mishap or not quite understood information might be. And uh, it can lead to, huh, I thought you were going to do that. And you thought I was going to do this and or that whatever was presented a certain way uh, comes out that no, you know, now you're not quite sure which side of the fence someone is standing on. So the moon goes void, of course, at 11.43 a.m. and does not enter the sign of cancer until the wee hours of Friday morning. So um, once we get just a little before noon on Thursday through the rest of the day, uh, you don't want to be starting anything new. Uh, work on things already in process, clean out your email cache, uh, back up things, do things that are um, productive at, or just play and have fun depending on what's going on in your life. And uh, it can be a good drifting, dreaming time for people in creative work. Um, you won't necessarily get the light bulb inspiration that you're going to run with, but you can get things into shape or follow something you're already working on. So the moon goes into cancer as of 2.24 a.m. Uh, early Friday uh, after, you know, in the wee hours. And it is in the sign of cancer pretty much through the weekend. Uh, we'll talk briefly about Sunday when we get there. But this, this moon in Cancer brings up a lot of deep feelings, uh, especially for people with a lot of water, uh, possibly Earth in their horoscope, but certainly water sign people. And you may not be a water sign person, but um, people in your life uh, inevitably are because we tend to attract people who have elements we lack or are not that strong in. So you may feel yourself kind of affected by where the waves and currents are going over these next couple of days. And uh, basically, 
it's it's high emotional intensity because the the eleventh Friday has um, that moon moving in a way that is productive. It's going in certain directions, but as a result, it is bumping against wounds and walls. So as it does that, um, it's as though picture picture a heavy rain that uh, that fills up. Um, I'm in Mexico. We call it arroyo, but it fills up a, a, a dry creek bed or something that hasn't gotten a lot of water for a while. So it fills it up and then it races along. And as it does, it's it's pulling things in and unearthing pieces of the dry earth. Because when the earth is so dry, yes, it absorbs water, but it also is uh, prey to erosion to just have it move along. So this is emotional erosion that happens on Friday, Saturday into Sunday morning. And the thing about emotional erosion is that um, we can resist or not know what to do with it because when something is suddenly unearthed or moved and we don't have the protective devices or the shells, that we're so used to putting in place the facade, it can be raw. So Friday can be a raw day for some people. I don't know that it would erupt or present itself until let's say the evening. So one could be out doing work, doing things they have to do. And then they get home and they just kind of, everything comes out. And for those of us who have trouble expressing emotions or aren't in a place where we can really do that, um, then this might be a good evening to take a bath, uh, watch a movie that allows you to get into the movie's emotions so that you're not necessarily... Uh, revealing or letting yourself go in a situation that doesn't feel safe or comfortable. I mean, ideally, I think that the best place to be for most of us Friday evening is someplace where we feel safe, secure, can have a meal that's grounding and comforting and get a good night's rest. I mean, that really is a great way to spend Friday the 11th in the evening. In the morning, in the morning, we can move a lot more uh, gracefully through the day on the 12th. It's, we're still dealing with whatever has been revealed or will be revealed emotionally. Um, Again, it might not be you, it might be someone you live with or you interface with, um, but this is a time when things are 
being exposed or or are here to be understood. And that isn't always easy. Uh, on the same account, uh, we can be witnessing this on the world stage, things that are revealed or brought to the front that were uh, more covert or under the surface. So these, it's, it's a powerful weekend. It can be very, very therapeutic for anyone who's uh, working with body work, spiritual, psychological, kind of unearthing and coming to terms with certain conditions or situations. And then Sunday the 13th, uh, I noticed Daylight Savings Times begins uh, in that part of the world that pays attention to such things. And the moon goes void, of course, at 11.44 a.m. So this morning, we've got that Sun-Neptune picture in the morning. This morning is a, it's potentially tremendous for um, inspiration, uh, revelation, um, but you're, you're kind of going into the dark with it. So um, bring your psychic flashlight, but also know that um, if this is a deep revelatory morning for you, that you can get to the other side of it that this is, uh, do not be afraid of the dark because the dark is part of our life and uh, it is a highly instructive uh, period that comes in. So once the moon that goes void, of course, we're in this void period for a few hours until it enters Leo at 3.32 p.m. So that... Um, that early afternoon time is really wonderful to restore yourself in whatever way you can. And once the moon goes into Leo, we're in more a out in the world, let's connect, uh, let's play, let's create, let's think of possibilities time. So it's, uh, this is a, uh, a strong week, as you probably heard me talk about. And we can use it most effectively when we're not afraid of our emotions and we look at them consciously and not just our emotions, people around us. And we support with love and a belief in potential and abundance. And now I turn it over to Susie. I like those beliefs, love, abundance. <laughs> I think everyone would be good with that. Si, yes. Si, si, senora. Okay, so let us begin our meditation. Let's go in a little deep here now. So just take 10 minutes. Take a few deeper breaths. And as you take them, just feeling the energy of your own presence. Just getting in touch with me, myself, 
my physical body and just feeling yourself settling in. And as you settle in, just begin to reach deeper into your own self. through all of those layers, and some of us have some very uh, soft and very porous layers, and some of us have going all the way up to something that might be quite uh, tough, like a walnut uh, shell, or we might have a six-inch concrete layers going on. So just be aware of the layers that you have to go through and start to just go deeper and deeper into yourself. And as we do this, go past your layers of experience. Go past the stories. Go past what you would think are uh, your stories that make up your life or that make up you. So we're going past all of the experience, which might include going past our personality too, past our idiosyncrasies, past all of our drama, all of our traumas, past the mask that you might put on every day to be able to function in the world or the mask maybe that you wear when you go to work or the mask that you might wear in your church or your temple or the mask that you might wear in, in front of certain people. Now we're just going to go deeper into our field, into me. We're deepening into our core. And at the core, there is just an individual sovereign field. And that is pure light, pure consciousness. It's before any decisions were made, before the experiences. And as we're deepening into that sovereign field, there's obviously a great sense of freedom. We're not attached to any of the stories or who I am or what I am and why I'm important or why I'm not important. We're just deepening down into that sovereign field that is pure light pure consciousness, and it's neutral, absolutely neutral. It's before we've had the opportunity to make up our minds about things. We're deepening now into our individual, unique sovereign field into this purity, this pure light. There's no time here. There's no space. 
There's simply you and this boundless field of light. Here we can experience bliss, unbounded potential, awareness. And within this field, everything exists. It's like a blueprint of of all knowing, of all awareness, of all loving kindness. And you are here in this place. And at the same time, you are everywhere. You're non-material. You're timeless. And this space is, is not separated. It's just the very depth of you where everything exists. It is where you are connected to all that exists, to all that doesn't exist. And it's where you're connected before all of the differentiation, before everything branches out into thousands and millions of details. It's the space before we start to analyse, even before we start to create. It's that fecund space, that pregnant space, full of the entire infinite universe that is within you. It's simple. It's peaceful, it's calm. And as you're feeling this radiance, this sparkling, the luminescence filling your heart, filling you, and filling up the world now. Just see all of the world. Visualise all of the world in this space. Neutral, loving kindness, peaceful, harmonious, And continue to hold this vision of yourself, this vision of the world, where everything is distilled down to energy. Neutral, peaceful energy. And we're all beings, we're everything here on this earth 
is full now of this vibrant, living, peaceful energy. Where there is no story, no form, no actions, just the stillness. The stillness of you. The stillness of the world. Just for a few moments to know that this stillness, this peace, this neutrality is here available for us always, that we can always find this place. We can always radiate this peace into the world from deep, deep, deep within us. And as we feel this, we gently open our eyes, take a few deeper breaths and bring this stillness, this peacefulness into our worlds. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Thanks so much, Pam, and have a peaceful week, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.